Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Age of Radio. Gentlemen, we are celebrating 2021 in the year of the character with our Stevie Awards. Oh, don't worry, it'll be playing in the background, babe. That's right. Uh, thank you, Mr. Mancini. Uh, we'll, we'll probably see you again later. <laughs> Oh, babe, are you excited for the Stevies? Oh my god, yes! Looking back on all those movies you forgot from the past <laughs> 52 weeks. Wait, it wasn't all just Robin Hood and Peter Pan? And... No, no, Robin Hood was a long time ago, babe. <laughs> Remember, that was in Hood Movie Month, because we were talking about Hood movies. Okay. It turns out King Arthur and Robin Hood are the same person. Babe, uh... Aside from our podcast, apparently there were, like, other new movies released this year. Uh, I, I know, I know. It blew my mind, too. Uh, Steve, this is post-Rona. Nothing new has been made in, like, ten and a half years. Uh, actually, quite the opposite this year, because they finally decided to release all that shit after holding it for three years. Uh, except Top Gun, which is still, I don't know, maybe released in, like, 2025 or something. No, it's worth the calories. <laughs> it's going to be so amazing when uh, we find out that Maverick has been... Uh, a closeted homosexual this entire time and you know he just finally now that it's no longer don't ask don't tell he's mm. able to be himself and meet up with Iceman, who's been living in the castro for the last 20 years <laughs> oh, val kilmer goes full gal kilmer <laughs> i almost killed steve with that joke earlier indeed she said it when i was having a drink Ah, uh, the return of Gay Perry. But, ma- babe. <laughs> Steve. Do you want to start with the good or the bad? Oh, let's start with the good. Let's start on a positive note. All right, excellent. Uh, do you have a top five movies of 2021 in your head? Oh, our our top five, I think, are pretty you much think they're exactly pretty much the same. All right. Yeah, yeah, Well, let's start off with number five. This one, I, I had to double check, make sure it was actually this year. It felt so long ago. <laughs> But of course, Sir Nicholas Cage in Willy's Wonderland. Woo! 
Oh my god, guys, if you haven't seen that movie, you need to see that movie. It is nuts in the most fun way. Yeah, the reason it's not higher on the list, like, everything... Because Nick... we saw it in January? <laughs> well, I mean, that may have something to do with it, but it also, uh, the kids were just fucking unbearable to me i couldn't stand the any. kids were rough. i mean they were fodder but you know but yeah but i mean that's the thing they're fodder also guys really fascinating nick cage has zero lines in this movie right oh man will he be nominated for academy award maybe not for this movie but uh more on that later because <laughs> number four babe it finally came out <laughs> f9 the fast saga <laughs> As long as we obey the rules of physics, yeah. we can't die. <laughs> Why is this higher on your list? Because it's fucking stupid. Oh my god. But it's stupid fun. If this wasn't part of this franchise of ridiculousness, this would not be a good movie. But when you're this invested in this many piles of bullshit, you gotta watch it. And guys, guys, some of our predictions... From living life a quarter April at a time in 2020, start have started to come true. Yeah, we were right. We were right. Uh, but babe, I have a quick question for you. Yeah. Which plot is more believable, F9 or Willy's Wonderland? Oh, Willy's Wonderland. Okay, okay. I just, I just wanted to check. Yeah, with yeah. The, uh, the ghost of a serial animatronic killer toys into... coming to alive, being haunted by yeah. The ghost of serial killers. Yeah, yeah. That's mu- like Steve. As somebody who's been prepared for quicksand since she was about three and a half, I can guarantee you serial killer ghost inhabiting is much more realistic than Twinkie being a rocket scientist. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Sorry, Bow Wow. Shout out to Uncle Deck. All right. <laughs> Number three on our list. Babe, we saw this one in theaters. We did. Well, I guess we did with F9 too, but it was Pig. Pig. Guys, it's streaming on Hulu right now. You should be checking it out. Go watch Pig. This is not out like this is not our podcast kind of film. This is a genuine art movie. I mean, okay, there are parts of it that are definitely <laughs> our podcast kind of film. The seedy underbelly of the Portland <laughs> high class culinary. Yeah. Here's the thing though, like that is very like high concept and all that. Totally believable if you've ever worked in a kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, Nicolas Cage, he's getting his Academy Award nomination oh for this movie. It, it should be official in a couple of weeks. But... Right. If he doesn't, like, shit's rigged. Yeah, well, it is, but... What? Uh, number two, again, happened back in, like, January, February, something oh, like that. Oh, yeah. But uh, Judas and the Black Messiah. Great, yeah. Yeah, great movie. Fabulous. Daniel Kaluuya, uh, Lakeith Washington, uh, or, yeah, Washington, right? I believe so. Yeah, yeah, we'll go with that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fix it in post, Steve. No. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, just a great cast uh, story about the Black Panthers and yeah. FBI shenanigans. Oh, yeah, Fat Damon was in it. Uh, Fat Je- Damon. Jesse Plummer. <laughs> 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 we just saw him in Jungle Book, too. <laughs> he's if Matt Damon and Philip Seymour Hoffman had a love child. Yeah, now he's taking up all their roles while they're, right? we'll say, retired. <laughs> Wait, is Matt Damon still making movies? He, oh no, he I'm died. sorry, he made a night movie this year and we didn't <laughs> care? Uh, Next year you're going to tell me it was directed by Ridley Scott. Uh, I'm just getting word from... <laughs> <laughs> but as Steve says, wrong brother died. <laughs> That's right. uh, uh, so yeah, Judas and Black Messiah, check it out. It's streaming. I think it's on HBO Max. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure excellent. that's where we saw it. Right? Worth, worth the watch, guys. Yeah, but uh, number one, babe, 
Oh. Uh, what's your number one movie of 2021? I mean, for me, it's Dune. Dune! Dune! The yeah. Sleeper has awakened! <laughs> Actually, not quite yet, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> the Sleeper is groggy and needs coffee. <laughs> <laughs> the Sleeper has been taken in by the desert people! <laughs> no. Guys, yeah. the world of Dune is huge and immense, and I 100% recommend go watch the 85 Dune if you haven't seen this, or if you have seen this, and just... They're the same story, but 85 Dune gives you a taste of what's coming, but also, like, sort of fills in some stuff this one doesn't, and vice versa. And the whole world makes a lot more sense. Yeah, totally. It, it's it's the greatest two-and-a-half-hour teaser trailer to a movie <laughs> I've seen, and it is fantastic. <laughs> no, it's, it's pretty great. Um, yeah, I can't wait for part two. Can't believe they didn't film it already, but, yeah, whatever. If they had decided to, like, not do the second one, like... Because it didn't make a trillion dollars! Yeah, I don't know, let, like... Would people have just given up on Warner Brothers? Probably. I mean... Like, like would know, people man. just been like, nah, I'm out. <laughs> yeah, Disney would have to buy it and do it, and, uh, you know, they, they'd have Robert Downey Jr. as Paul Atreides or something. <laughs> I totally buy him as a Do we still have Tom Holland? How old is he? <laughs> oh, Tom Holland's going to be playing 16 until he's like 102. Oh, oh, spoiler alert for Uncharted coming in a couple of months. <laughs> anyway. He has the baby face. That's true. Uh, but yeah, so those are our top five yeah. for 2021. Uh, we also, eh, we just went with the bottom three. Um, spoiler alert, we haven't seen old yet, so it's not on the list, but... We can go ahead and say old. The the expectations are low. (laughs) (laughs) They get low, 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 low. (laughs) Uh, uh, What's your third worst movie of 2021? I don't know. There's a lot of really bad ones. Um, Army of the Dead was a huge fucking disappointment. (laughs) Yeah, it was. A two and a half hour zombie jerk fest. Yeah. children and her caregivers are worth anything um (laughs) bam (laughs) too not as bad as it could have been but i wanted more out of it for those who don't know what bam 2 is it's venom 2 if you're bootlegging it (laughs) if you're bootlegging a weird tie copy yeah Um, Uh, halloween kills halloween kills was Uh, guys i'm not a huge slasher movie fan anyway but they could have done so much more and honestly so much better the green knight was uh oh that was rough it was the roughest fish (laughs) yeah again that was a really cool concept that i here at least with the green knight i personally am not a big fan of it but at least they tried to do something interesting yeah so i will give it credit for that um but it's not a good movie yeah so you go with uh army of the dead for, uh, for yeah, because that, that one pissed me off the most. Yeah, obviously. Um, <laughs> and we know it's definitely between the top two for the worst movies. Mm, we, we basically watched them back to back. We sure did. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. What... <laughs> All right, guys. Obviously, Tom and Jerry and Space Jam to a new era or whatever the fuck it is. Those were the worst movies this year. But babe, which yeah. one did you hate more? Space Jam 2, because they took a really fun franchise that wasn't that great. They didn't have that big a bar to jump over. They could have done a lot of very cool things. And they had a really... They 
They had some really good charismatic <laughs> actors, and they had access to all the franchises, and they just fucked it up. All they had to do was be better than Like Mike 2. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Again, shout out to Tweaky for the first Like Mike. But, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Y'all just had to be better than Shaq Fu. Mm, that, that's a pretty high bar. Mm-hmm. With the video game? Okay, yeah. My, no, that, the that's rap a, video. That's a low bar. Oh, Shaq, Shaq and the Fooshnickens. I don't know, babe. You, you might want to check that album again. <laughs> Are you just hearing this for the first time? Uh, no, no, but I haven't heard it in a very long time. It gets me every time. Well, well, well you laugh about the Star of Steel. Um... <laughs> I'm gonna say Tom and Jerry's the worst. Why? Because it's fucking Tom and Jerry. Nobody asked for it. It was set in a hotel. Everything about it is fucking stupid. It could, here, it, no, I, I'm gonna argue Space Jam was worse. Alright, I'm trying. Tom and Jerry. Okay, I think there were like two times I laughed watching Tom and Jerry. Yeah, but yeah. that might be more than Space Jam. Don Cheadle's very charismatic, and there was that yeah. that ball so, machine thing got me. The, so there's the ball machine. And so this is why I feel like Space Jam is worse because Don Cheadle fucking killed it. He was a great villain, and the rest of the story drags him and his performance down. Okay, well, fine, I'll agree. Space Jam, a new era or whatever, <laughs> a new a new thing, <laughs> like, the new journey, the new. The I reboot, uh, I don't forget what it's called. Space Jam 2. It sucks. Boom. <laughs> At um, least I didn't, like, actively want any of the characters in Tom and Jerry to, like, actively die. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know, that wedding couple. <laughs> We're uh, getting angry emails as we speak. <laughs> any, other, any other movies you just want to suggest people uh, check out? <clears throat> uh, g- g- give a try. Um, I mean, I really enjoyed Mortal Kombat. Uh, I know some yeah. fellow podcasters who listen to this here podcast didn't enjoy it. Guys, the whole plot of it is that they're getting attacked by the bad guys before the tournament. So once you have that straight and you're not mad that they're fighting and there's not a tournament, it's because the bad guys are cheating. This is a prequel, essentially, before the tournament. I can't wait for the sequels. Yeah. The uh, next one's called Mortal Kombat colon the tournament. <gasps> ah, all right. Uh, guys, I, I'm going to throw one out there I think you all should check out. Mm-hmm. Snake Eyes. G.I. Joe Origins or whatever. Look, I enjoyed Snake Eyes. <laughs> look, guys, we watched Shang-Chi and the, the Ten Rings. It was super like weird when after. the oxal- axolotl went Super Saiyan. <laughs> yeah, that, okay. So, so Shang-Chi and the Ten Rings. Fucking loved it. Oh, spectacular. The comedy is on point. Oh, the tone um, is excellent. Especially, okay, especially when you really think about the story and it's like, Oh yeah, there's this guy. He's immortal and has all the power with these ten rings. But he also ha- is a deadbeat baby daddy mm-hmm. uh, slash drug lord slash whatever. Mm-hmm. And his son goes off as a teenager to be his own person, and then comes back and blah blah blah. And then dragons and shit. I, I mean, right? <laughs> oh yeah, and the immortal guy with all the power decides. You know what? I'm gonna tear down the gate between heaven and hell because. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe my dead wife is behind there. Like, no, there's obviously only demons behind there <laughs> because they're trying to get you to break down the gate. Whatever, bro. I do what I want. 
<laughs> I've only been around for a thousand years and I've never fallen for this before. Wait. But it's the best possible version of that. It and is. It, it really is. Aquafina, yeah. I'm i not going to lie. When she first came on the scene, I did not want to like her. She's charismatic as fuck. <laughs> I'm really glad that the second time she touches an arrow, she becomes Hawkeye. Oh, and I like that she's as surprised <laughs> as the rest of us. Like, I think that's what sells it. Like, she's like, holy shit, I'm good at this. I'm a natural. Yeah. Uh, but guys, if you like Shang-Chi... Check out Snake Eyes G.I. Joe Origins. It yeah. is basically the same movie <laughs> without dragons and shit. Like, just a right? martial arts movie. Yeah. I mean, eerily similar at some points, it's, but, yeah. So, like, like, Snake Eyes feels like a, like a, like a McDonald's version of uh, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. And I say that like with like all the love in my heart, but it's sort of like a, like a, like a little bit toned down Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Are you talking about Shang-Chi? Sorry, uh, Snake Eyes. You know, Snake Eyes is the one with ninjas and shit, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, as far as like... like... Not Shang-Chi, which was obviously Crouching Tiger, Hidden well, Dragon, it was. as far yeah, as yeah. having the same All right, cast. so then Shang-Chi... <laughs> th- then Snake Eyes is, is the toned-down version of Shang- Shang-Chi, but still like great martial arts and stuff. Just a second. Okay. Get the fuck out of my plants! All of you! So I'm gonna eat plants and bar and puke all over your carpet. That sounds about right. It's our studio audience, everybody. <laughs> yeah. So if you guys come and are the studio audience, I'm gonna tell you you're a little fucker for eating my plants. Brendan, Brendan, <laughs> out of the plants. <laughs> Diana, no. Get, open your don't mouth. You, don't open you do mouth. it. Don't you what, do it. What's in your mouth? <laughs> <laughs> Stop eating that plastic. <laughs> Stay out of the trash, Brent. Just stay out of the trash. <laughs> Jesus, how high are you? All right. So. <laughs> Where's PJ? Yeah, shout Where out, is PJ? Shout out to our <laughs> All right, guys. Well, the time has come. Enough bullshitting about 2021 outside of our podcast. Fuck it. No, no. We're getting to the real shit now. Woo! And Steve, in honor of that. We need a goddamn drink. Yeah, we do. Woo! We have. We've been saving this one. From Epic Brewing, their Exponential series, we have a Double Skull Double Bacalaga. It is 8.1% alcohol by volume. That's it? Get it in me. This is a release number 63. Mm. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see. You are holding something special, one of only a few thousand bottles released. Intrigued? Visit epicbrewing.com and explore this limited brew's precise details. You okay? Alrighty. And I'm gonna pop this top. Ah! My top! Nice. Pulled out our fanciest tiki glasses for this. Ooh! The polar. Yes, this is a beautiful, very clear... Excuse me, very clear brown colored beer. It has an off-white foamy head with lots of tiny bubbles. Tiny bubbles makes me happy. 2021. Woo! The aroma is quite malty. Ooh, yeah, just swinging that head a little bit. Uh, <laughs> this is smelling good. Ooh. Yeah, you get a little bit of the um, the like hef yeast because the Doppler Bach is. Uh, well, it says no, it's a no, lager. No, it's a lager, babe. Yeah. Then why does it smell a little heffy? Mm. I don't know. I'm getting a little something. Steve's going in for the sip. Mm. Yeah, malt forward. 
Yeah. Definitely got a little... <clears throat> a little sherry or something Yeah, on there. a little sherry. We've yeah, had this... yeah, we've had one for about a year, right? Yeah, I think this is the one we got... Yeah, I think we got it, like, last Christmas when we went down to the museum and... Mm. Yeah, when LeVar called me right. an asshole for leaving the house. <laughs> what? Oh. Yeah, he's a dizzy cat, so... Yeah, so this has been sitting on the shelf for a while, but you know what? It's delicious. Yeah, there's actually a lot of sherry on that for what it should be. But yeah, the... Knowing what it should be, but it's still good. It's a, it, t- it tastes like an aged beer. Okay. Yeah, yeah, malt forward. Okay. Are you worried um, about your tummy? Only one way to find out. I'll say if you're worried, don't drink it. I It doesn't taste funky to me. It just tastes aged. Okay. Yeah, maybe it's just... Yeah. It's definitely got like the like date and... Mm-hmm. Kind of, which the double box should have. On it. Yeah, as it should have, but yeah, it's just really, really, really strong. Pronounced. So yeah, maybe it's just been uh, breaking it down. But yeah, Doppelbach or uh, double skull Doppelbach. Yeah. See, we got to get better about rotating through some of our beers. <laughs> Indeed. Ah, babe. Steve. The time has come <gasps> to talk of many things. Well, is that some boulder fats and cabbages and kings or? <laughs> and why the sea is boiling hot. Uh, but if it fit fiends. And were there fish I had fiends? a bad VHS but copy the last time I watched that movie. <laughs> Honestly, the only reason I know it is because they also say it in Harriet the Spy and I had that movie. Mm. With Rosie O'Donnell. Judge, 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 judge. <laughs> it oh. was one of the orange VHSs from the Nickelodeon, Nickelodeon? Studios. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Alright, well. It was that and Good Burger. Those are the two Nickelodeon movies I had. There you go. <laughs> Steve's like, I'm judging the fuck out of you. Mm, not to your face. Would you like some? Oh, uh, sure. By the way, when are we doing Good Burger on this podcast? Babe, we only do bad to questionable movies, not mm, fucking cinematic art. So, babe, it's been, been quite the <laughs> epic year, you might say, our year of the character. <laughs> That's right. The whole fucking year was a theme. I did it! <laughs> I did it! Woo! <laughs> but uh, our first award... <laughs> Is for best actor and Aww. baby, there were really only like two that really stood out this entire year. Everybody, <laughs> it was one and one A, and the rest were like SC, <laughs> which is weird because we had a star-studded cast. Oh, oh like, absolutely! This year. Everybody has done a character movie. Absolutely, but uh, of course, the two actors we're talking about, Sir Alan Rickman from Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Oh yeah. And Sir Frank Langella from Dracula 1979. Oh, shit, yeah. <laughs> but, as Sir Sean Connery once said, there can only be one. <laughs> so, babe, who is the best actor of 2029? Oh, it is really hard. That is that is a tight, tight race there. But I think simply because you cannot take your eyes off of him every single time he's on screen. We have to go with Snape himself, Alan Rickman. Yeah, the Sheriff of Nottingham. (laughs) Guys, if you have not seen Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, you have to watch it for Alan Rickman's Sheriff of Nottingham. Holy cow. And see if you can get the extended edition with like the extra, what, like 12 minutes, but it's like all (laughs) Alan Rickman. It's all Alan Rickman scenes of him just, oh, being the best douche who ever douched in the history of douche. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, But, babe, that also leads us into one of our favorite awards. The -the over-the-top performance of 2021. (laughs) And, babe, we've got a few. I'm not going to lie. Just a second. Cameron! We really had to cut this down just to get these top four. That's for sure. Oh, man. Uh, But, of course, one of them is Alan Rickman. Yeah! Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. (laughs) 
Uh, Wesley Snipes, Demolition Man from oh, the one we just did. Yeah. Uh, Judas, uh, I forget the actor's name, but yeah, Judas from uh, Jesus Christ Superstar. Yeah. Uh, and John Lithgow from Santa Claus, the movie. <laughs> oh, man. None of these were mailed in performances. All of these were passion. That's right. But babe, who had the most over-the-top performance? It's really tough, but everybody put in 110% Jesus Christ Superstar, especially <laughs> Judas, yeah. performing in a desert, a real desert, for real Z's. Mm-hmm. Obviously on almost zero budget, just, oh, just living his best life. Yeah, Jesus Christ Superstar was definitely the highlight of April. <laughs> yeah, it was. There, the other Jesus movies were... Um... A task, we'll say. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Maybe coming up later. <laughs> the, the the Willem Dafoe one, I was would be my second favorite. Oh yeah, Last Temptation of Last Christ. Last Temptation yeah, of Christ. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, uh, I had never seen any of the the Jesus movies, guys. That we did. Uh, Jesus Christ Superstar really did blow me out of the water. I get why it's like one of the long, like a super long running production play. Like I get it. I get it. Um, and then, yeah, uh, Last Temptation of Christ was not what I thought it was going to be in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> it is a long one, and you just can't stop watching the screen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so check those episodes back in April if you haven't already. Yeah. Um, and then we come to Worst Actor, and mm. there was really only one one for this. Mm. Uh, every single actor in Robin Hood, Ghosts of Sherwood. Guys... Ah, uh, that movie was roughity rough, rough, rough. Like, I'm not still not even <laughs> sure, like, how... I know how we ended up with that movie. We purchased it at the used DVD store. Yep. I am not 100% sure, like, how that ended up there. Like, who distributed this? <laughs> I don't know. Apparently what somebody did... in Germany based on uh, the yeah. accents and stuff. But it's but... like, okay, so one of the cast members must be living here in town or the grandmother of somebody and they died and it went to the used video store? Maybe. But uh, congratulations, I guess, Robin Hood, Ghost of Sherwood. Woo! And then we come to Best Actress. <gasps> oh, man. Yes. A lot of good actresses to pick from this year. Yeah. We had uh, Charlize Theron in uh, Snow White and the Huntsman. She was neither of those characters. <laughs> uh Charlize is an evil queen, guys. Yeah, but uh, Kate Blanchett in Robin Hood 2010. Mm-hmm. Uh, Audrey Hepburn in Robin and Marion. Yeah. Sigourney Weaver, Snow White, A Tale of Terror. Also the evil queen. Yeah. And owning it. Indeed. Uh, Sandra Bullock in Demolition Man, of course, oh, yes. made her a star. Uh, even Julia Roberts was decent in uh, Mirror Mirror. You're not a fan of Julia Roberts? Not really. I mean... What, what what's her greatest movie uh oceans 12 <laughs> go ahead yeah probably yeah, yeah okay all right <laughs> but babe steve who do you think was the best actress of 2021 in our movies <laughs> i mean we've had some wonderful ladies and as we've mentioned many times on this your podcast being a villain just brings out the best in actors and actresses. Like, getting to really sink their teeth into a villainous role. Indeed. So we gotta give it to Charlize for yeah. Snow White. Uh, Snow White and the Huntsman. Snow White and the Huntsman. Yeah. I was gonna say Tale of Terror, and I was like, oh, nope, nope, nope. nope. That's the other yes. ones. That's Sigourney. <laughs> uh, but for every best, there has to be a worst. And, yes. guys, no Tia Leone this year, so it's not a shoe-in for her. <laughs> 
Uh, but we do have some great nominees because we have every single actress in Robin Hood, <laughs> Ghosts of Sherwood. Again, guys, that movie's rough. Uh, Denise Richards as Dr. Christmas Jones in Chris- The World Is Not Enough. I thought Christmas only came once a year. <laughs> Uh, we have the mage from King Arthur, Legend of the Sword. Remember, that was our 300th episode. <laughs> I can't even think of any of her lines. I need your help. I need your help. I thought she was deaf based on that performance. And then it turns out, no, she's just disrespectful. <laughs> and <laughs> Kristen Stewart in Snow White and the Huntsman. <laughs> Kristen Stewart in everything she's ever been in. Yeah, underwater wasn't too bad. Yeah, to you. <laughs> I don't know. Do you need somebody to stand with their mouth agape and sigh heavily? You alright? I don't hey. know Chris's impression. Oh, is that what that is? Because <laughs> you look constipated. Oh. <laughs> so, babe, who's the worst actress in 2021? Again, it's a pretty tight race. There's some really shitty actresses on that list and shitty performances. We have to go with everyone in the Ghost of Sherwood. Yeah, every single actress in Robin Hood, Ghost of Sherwood. Guys, it was uh, rough. Guys, they... Like, if you can't even commit to your own lines. <laughs> well, I'm sorry, what script are we reading right now? Oh, babe, we've come to one of your favorites. It's... Oh, the best award we do every year. That's right, it's the Fuck You Science Award. Woo! Man, we got some good competition. I'm just going to go through the list. Do it. <clears throat> Tossing a rock to propel a chariot from Hercules, 1983. <laughs> Cybertron, the moon, and basically everything from Transformers, mm. the last night. Mm. A bullet in the brain making you stronger from the world is not enough. Mm. The magic MacGuffins of Robin Hood, Ghosts of Sherwood. There's that <laughs> movie again. The outfits and technology in Robin Hood, 2018. I love that they were in a propane factory. (laughs) (laughs) A flipping toe scene from Devil. (laughs) The unexplained banana hands of The Legend of Tarzan. That plot went nowhere. (laughs) Anything Dracula related in any of the Dracula movies. October, I don't know. (laughs) And Santa Magic in general, the month of December. I was going to but babe. What is the most egregious fuck you to science? Well, Santa and Dracula and the Magic MacGuffins and Robin Hood, Ghost of Sherwood, they're not trying to be science. They're, they're trying to be the other realm. So we'll give them a pass. Okay. Um, that's right. We're giving Robin Hood, Ghost of Sherwood a pass. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Yeah, this round. Um, so, oh, same with the flipping toast. That's the other realm. It's not explainable by science. Flipping fucking toast, guys. It means the devil. Oh, that means the devil's here, guys. If toast landing the wrong side down means the devil's here, the devil is constantly with me <laughs> every <laughs> single time. Either that or it's Murphy's law. Oh my God, Murphy's law is the devil. Murphy's the devil. Ah! Um, uh, banana hands. At least that plot went nowhere. They didn't try to do anything else with that. I don't I don't even know what that scene was. Yeah. Other than him trying to scare children with his hands. With his grotesque gorilla hands. Yeah. And then they cut... They show his hands and they're just regular guy hands. Yep. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, everything Transformers last night. Um, fuck them in their face. So 
whatever. Uh, tossing a rod to prepare a chi- propel a chariot. Hercules is half a, half a god. Yeah. So maybe that, that, um, that's in that Santa magic realm. I think. Yeah. yeah. Guys, world is not enough. Come on, you could have done better than that. A bullet <laughs> to the brain does it does the opposite. It's it doesn't it's make you stronger. Just ask Kurt Cobain. So <laughs> the world is not enough. Receiver of the Fuck You Science Award. Ah, oh, fuck you guys. I mean, it's no cold fusion, but <laughs> <laughs> and maybe coming soon. Doctor, let's wish you come back. <laughs> oh, but babe, our next award. The most <laughs> now that re- we finished the core award. Yeah, the co- <laughs> yeah, presented by whoever the fuck wrote the core. <laughs> Uh, we've now moved... by that noise that Steve makes when you mention the core. <laughs> we now have moved on to the most ridiculous accent. Oh. And the nominees are Arnold Schwarzenegger, Hercules in New York. I am Hercules. <laughs> Kevin Costner in Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. He's just being Costner. <laughs> the Mage from King Arthur, Legend of the Sword. I don't know what the accent even was, other than possibly deaf. I don't know. And Drac Palance in Dracula, nineteen seventy four. Look, I get, I buy Drac Palance. I'm in. <laughs> uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, that is his accent, babe. Yes, <laughs> he's not doing a ridiculous accent. That's how he speaks. Uh, his accent can be ridiculous. Um, same with Costner. That's just how he speaks. <laughs> it's only ridiculous because it's supposed My to be My lords like... and ladies, I talk to you from... <laughs> it's totally 12th century England. <laughs> uh, Even Christian Slater was trying one. Oh, Slater. Guys, it's the mage. Yeah. I mage. love King Arthur, Legend of the Sword, but fuck that mage. <laughs> <laughs> She's the reason she make a billion dollars. Anyway. Dude, could you imagine if we had somebody likable in that role? Oh, my God. <laughs> Literally any other actress in Hollywood. I mean, except for Kristen Stewart. <laughs> Maybe even Kristen Stewart. I don't know. Maybe. Oh, you would have gotten all the Twilight fans in. Yeah. Uh, and then we go from ridiculous accents to best ridiculous explosion. Yeah. Guys, surprisingly few nominees this year. I was expecting yeah. a lot more. but uh, Yeah. But yeah, nominees are... The trailer explosion from The Prophecy. Yes, the Christopher Walken Angel movie you forgot about. Not to be confused with Prophecy, the Mutant Bear movie. Nope, that was a different year. (laughs) The Castle Explosions in Never Say Never Again. Yeah. Yeah, the castle just... (laughs) And the entire third act of Transformers (laughs) The Last Night. Yes, we had a Michael Bay movie. Spoilers, it was nominated for Best Ridiculous Explosion. The problem with the Transformers one is Michael Bay doesn't have any sense of scale in his movie, so you don't know what the fuck is happening. So it doesn't feel that ridiculous, because you don't know, is it the size of a moon, or is it, uh, I don't know, like, you know, just the pickup next door. Who knows? Uh, I'm going to go with the trailer explosion from The Prophecy, because you're not expecting that. <laughs> you're expecting a trailer to maybe start on fire. Nope, you get the full boom, like right. visible from space explosion. <laughs> oh my god, the trailer was a meth lab. <laughs> <laughs> not again. Uh, and from there we move on to best special effects. Yeah. And the nominees are the makeup effects for Tim Curry and Robert Picardo in Legend. 
Oh, Robert Ricardo being yeah. a sexy swamp witch. Right? <laughs> What's her name? Like Ma- Mrs. Maple Swimps or some shit like that. Ma- Ma- Maggie, Maggie, I Ma- don't know. Maggie Maplebottom or some Something shit like, like that. that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The bridge jump from Man with the Golden Gun. Minus the slide whistle, that is one of the most impressive stunts I've ever seen. It really is. It really fucking is. Uh, the magic sequences in King Arthur, Legend of the Sword. That's oh. right. I'm talking about the giant fucking snake. Fuck all y'all. Yeah, those elephants. They yes, the war elephants. Yeah. <laughs> Firefight. Horses just diving off thousand foot cliffs. Yeah. <laughs> and the magic and stuff from Excalibur. Oh, guys, if you guys haven't seen Excalibur, you need to see Excalibur. That movie is... An acid trip. <laughs> and a nightmare to others! <laughs> oh, and who was a, who was super young at the Knights of the Round Table? Was it Liam Neeson? Oh, yeah, Liam Neeson. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Gabriel Byrne was in yeah. it, super young. Helen Mirren. Oh, oh Helen Mirren is a sex pot. She can get it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, guys, just an incredible movie. But did it have the best special <sighs> effects, babe? There's a lot of great special effects, but because it now knowing it was totally practical... The bridge jump, minus the slide whistle yeah. from Man with the Golden Gun. Holy cow, that is an impressive stunt. You literally replace that slide whistle with, ba-da, ba-da, ba-da. You've got a great moment in cinema. Yeah, honestly, it probably gives that entire movie another star. Yeah. You can even throw in a pigeon double take. No one gives a shit. What? It's that impressive. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Congratulations, Man with the Golden Gun. You finally won something. <laughs> but then... There's some special effects that aren't so special. Maybe special like Olympics. We have the best examples of how not to CGI or 3D (laughs) or special effect. And the nominees are... Lightning Whip from Legend of Hercules. (laughs) Everything being so fucking zoomed in in Transformers The Last Night. The Locust Man from Constantine. (laughs) I always forget him. The makeup effects of the devil and demons from Petey Wheatstraw. Oh, no. The brown face makeup effects from Jungle Book 1942. Problematic. The human faces on animals from Mowgli, Legend of the Jungle. (laughs) And the CGI gorillas from Legend of Tarzan. (laughs) But babe, what is the best example of what not to do with these special effects? So, I mean, a lot of these were, like, budget constraints or just the technology wasn't wasn't there yet. You know, but people tried. I appreciate an effort, even if it uh, doesn't always pan out. Like, like the demons from Petey Wheatstraw, they tried. They had a budget of, like, $12. Yeah. Um, the Locust Man Constantine, technology just wasn't there yet. Um, same with Legend of Tarzan. Uh, the human faces on animals from Mowgli is horrifying and ruins horrifying. that movie. Those animals are awful to look at, but at least they tried to do something interesting by getting the emotions of the actors onto them. Uh, fuck you, Michael Bay. Transformers is a goddamn dumpster fire. All of them in general. You had all of the money, you had all of the technology, and you fucked it up! So, Transformers last night? Mm-hmm. For the win! They finally won something! <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Ah, uh, and then, okay, one of my favorites. <laughs> Best Death. Yeah. And the nominees are 
Fatima Blush in Never Say Never Again. How did she die? Rocket launcher. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> the stepmom in Snow White, A Tale of Terror. Yes. She died. Uh, let's see, she was stabbed via mirror magic, and then set on fire, and then the fucking roof caved in on her. Uh, yeah, she did. Oh, she did. Jürgen Prochnow, the sheriff of Nottingham, I, th- I forget this character's name, but from Robin Hood, 1991. How'd he die? Uh, he was skewered in a church and then had a chandelier fall on him, if I remember correctly. <laughs> Christoph Waltz being raped to death by crocodiles in Legend of Tarzan. <laughs> he wasn't raped to death. Oh, uh, he was sprayed he was... with alligator aphrodisiac or uh, pheromones. And yep. then a bunch then... of crocodiles, at best case scenario, ate him first before making love to him. <laughs> but yeah, okay. Think yeah. about that. Uh, the liquid nitrogen skull kick from Demolition Man. Spare! Yes. Oh, yeah, these are all spoilers, I guess. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> you listen to our episodes, and if not, you should. James Bond tossing Blofeld into a diarrhea hot pot <laughs> in Diamonds Are Forever. Oh, oh, guys, look up the uh, look up the fun facts behind that one. It gets even grosser. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the death of Mordred and Arthur in Excalibur. How'd they die, Steve? Uh, they, they basically crossed tips. No, uh, yeah, they, they ended up stabbing each other. It's pretty sweet. And Death by Umbrella in Silent Night, Deadly Night Part 2. <laughs> Garbage day! <laughs> yeah. But babe, what was the best death? I mean, there's a lot of really good deaths there, but right. it's pretty hard to be watching esteemed actor Christoph Waltz be raped to death by, by crocodiles. Academy Award winner Christoph Waltz <laughs> in perhaps his most forgotten role. God, there, there was a, I mean, Sam Jackson's in that movie, too. So yeah, many Academy Award winners. Yeah, everybody was in that movie. Nobody watched that movie. Yeah. Uh, but now we've moved on to the best chase scene. Oh, we've got a few good ones. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert, a lot of James Bond. But we have the Fremont Street police chase in Diamonds Are Forever. It's a good one. The moon buggy chase in Diamonds Are Forever. This is a good one. The motorcycle chase in Never Say Never Again. It's a really good one. And the carriage chase in Jungle Book 1994. Yeah, Jason Scott Lee, baby. Yeah. So those are all really good chases. And uh, as I justified to my partner earlier, you expect a couple of really good chases in a James Bond movie? Like, is it even a James Bond movie if you don't have a good chase? Mm. Looking at you, Quantum of Solace? Mm. No. I think Is they even had the chase scenes. Yeah. yeah, but were they good chase scenes? I mean, they open with chase scenes. I mean, yeah. I think, so I remember those ones being pretty good. But go on. Yeah. So yeah. So you. Uh, so yes, yeah, so you expect it from a James Bond movie. It doesn't take away from how great they are, but you expect it. I was not expecting the carriage chase scene in Jungle Book. Yeah. And uh, Jason Scott Lee can get it. Of course. <laughs> to this day. Holy cow, guys, that might be the one of the most beautiful casts oh, yeah. ever put together. Carrie Ells is third hottest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, when Carrie Ells, like Prime Carrie Ells is like the third hottest one. <laughs> uh, and then from chasing, we have to go best fight scene. Oh, Aww, boy. yeah. And the nominees are 
Hercules versus Scott Atkins in Legend of Hercules. I am Hercules. <laughs> uh, Robin versus the Sheriff in Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. I am Hercules. Wait. <laughs> John Spartan versus Simon Phoenix in Demolition Man. I am Hercules. <laughs> Penis! <laughs> Penis! James Bond versus Lippe in Never Say Never Again. Bond, James Bond. The King Arthur Matrix Battle in King Arthur Legend of the Sword. Oh, yeah. <laughs> A.K.A. the ninja school scene. Yeah. Oh. Kung Fu George. <laughs> Kung Fu George! <laughs> Dracula versus the Turkish Army in Dracula Untold. Oh, man. And Kimar versus Boldar in Santa Claus Conquers the Martians. <laughs> I just, I just, I just like the like Creed esque like first right? person <laughs> punching. Uh, so stupid. Oh, so good though. The babe, which is the best. Oh, a lot of really good fight scenes there. But for me, you gotta go with Spartan versus Phoenix. Yeah, Stallone versus man. Snipes. Yeah, come on, man. It's Rocky versus. One of the girls Passenger from 57! Ah, oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, it's Rocky versus Blade. Yeah! Yeah, come on. I was going to say, one of the girls from Tu Wong Fu, thanks for everything, love Jilly Neymar. <laughs> <laughs> and the star of Rhinestone. Right. <laughs> now there's the fight I want to see. Them as their characters from that. And we know Wesley Snipes is going to win that one. No, of course. Because that bitch can wear heels. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, and now we've come to the Can't Get That Back Award. Yes, these are the movies that, I I don't know, we just can't get that two hours back. Nor the hours talking about them, mm. apparently. And the nominees are, spoiler alert, Robin Hood, The Ghost of Sherwood. <laughs> Steve really didn't like that movie. The Passion of the Christ. Snow White, A Deadly Summer. <sighs> and Transformers, The Last Night. Yeah, that was almost three hours, if I remember right. But babe, which one's the most atro- most atrocious thief of time? Uh, I know which one we agreed on earlier, but I want to change my vote right now. Okay. It's Transformers, because it was three goddamn hours. <laughs> wow, picking the last night over the Ghost of Sherwood. Bold move. At least the Ghost of Sherwood was an hour shorter. It was a full two hours, though, wasn't it? Yeah, but it was yeah. three hours. Yeah, okay. I'll, I'll allow it. Transformers, you hacks. No. But but, I a close honorary position of Ghosts of Sherwood and and fuck you, Snow White, A Deadly Summer. And a special mention of Tarzan the Ape Man. You're porn. Mm, that's just porn. Yeah, more on that later. Um, all right. <laughs> and now, wow, this is... This is the longest list of nominees. The most questionable yeah. hero. <laughs> this this was a year of questionable heroes. Yeah, it surely was. And the nominees are Lancelot from First Night and basically all the other movies yeah. where there was a Lancelot. <laughs> Lancelot in general yeah. as a character. Hercules in general. Mm, Peter Pan yeah. in general. Oh, yeah. Robin Hood in general. Jesus Christ in general. <laughs> Mm. Snow White in general. Mm-hmm. Petey Wheatstraw. Petey Wheatstraw. <laughs> uh, James Bond in general. 
Optimus Prime in Transformers The Last Night. Dax from Santa's Little Helper. The Devil from Constantine. Wait, is he the hero? He kind of saves the day at the end, he, questionably. He does save the save the day at the end. <laughs> Look, what I learned from Devil Month is Devil be having a point. Yeah. Satan be having a point, y'all. But not today. Tarzan in general. Jack from Legend. But babe, who's the most questionable hero of all these questionable, questionable heroes? Oh, there's a lot of questionable heroes. A lot. A lot. But one of them preys on your children, so we have to go with Peter Pan. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard to go against Peter Pan. (laughs) Yeah. Is he a hero? I mean, really? Mm, He kidnaps your children and doesn't let them grow up. Who who is the hero of those stories? Wendy? I think it might be Captain Hook, but it's Wendy. Yeah. (laughs) It turns out being a bossy nanny is uh, exactly what you're supposed to be. Yeah. So, yeah. Congratulations, Peter Pan, in... All of the movies ever. Uh, every rendition. Oh. But there is one thing. Peter Pan makes money. Woo! Which leads us to the Cashing It In Award. Hey! These are for movies that were serious just cash grabs. Mm-hmm. And the nominees are... Passion of the Christ. Mm. Made like a billion dollars. Transformers The Last Night. Mm. Made like a billion dollars. And Peter Pan 2, Return to Neverland. Made way more money than it should have. Made more money 20 years ago than King Arthur Legend of the Sword did five years ago. That is a shame. Goddamn tragedy. That is a goddamn tragedy. But who's the winner, babe? Oh, for for straight up cash grab look. Passion of the Christ made a billion dollars, but they made that for their passion. They made that for Christ. Who, Who made that? I don't know. Bill Gibson, baby! <laughs> yes. Um, it's Transformers. It's like the seventh one, and nobody cares. <laughs> uh, I think technically it's the fifth? Maybe sixth? I don't know. Even Marky Mark was bored of this movie by this point. <laughs> Guys, Marky Mark mailed it in. <laughs> but he didn't mail in March. Coming soon! <laughs> Alright, congratulations Mark. again. I guess Transformers last night. Fuck you. <laughs> Oh, but babe, we're getting to the good ones now. Oh, shit. Next up is theme music of the year. (gasps) Theme music! Temptation, sing! And the nominees are... Carmina Burrara. Excalibur. Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Look into my You will see what you mean to me. Such a heart, such a soul. The entire King Arthur Legend of the Swords soundtrack. Fuck you! Woo! That movie is a rush. This young man 
the main theme song to Petey Wheatstraw. Jesus Christ Superstar. What's the buzz? Tell me what's happening. What's the buzz? Tell me what's happening. You're the Christ. You're the great Jesus Christ. Prove to me that you're divine. Change my water into wine. That's all you need to. Then I'll know it's all true. Come on, King of the Jews. Jesus, you just won't believe the hit you've made around here. You are all we talk about. You're the wonder of the year. The world is not enough. The world is not enough. The world is not enough. But it is such a perfect place to start my love. And if you're strong Diamonds are forever. Diamonds are forever. Diamonds are forever. They are all I need to please me. They can stimulate and tease me. They won't leave in the night. I've no fear that they might desert me. Oh, and the winner is, this is a tough one. We had some really good music. Indeed. But one of them caught us both extremely off guard and uh, is a classic used in many movies since. You gotta go with uh, Carmina Barada. Yeah. Congratulations, Excalibur. And Bram Stoker's Dracula and all the many other trailers that have used this song. Right? I think one of the Jesus movies we did. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think it was yeah. The Last Temptation, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and now we've moved on to the next award <gasps> for Best Cameo. <gasps> and the nominees are Sean Connery, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. David Bowie, The Last Temptation of Christ. David Beckham, King Arthur, Legend of the Sword. Nathan Fillion, Dracula 2000. Stephen Fisher as Dr. Jekyll in Van Helsing for like four seconds. <laughs> Mike O'Kane, Come Away. And Vigo Mortensen, The Prophecy. I love you more than Jesus. Save it! <laughs> uh, all of these... All of these, every single one of these, even though I've seen Prophecy like a bunch of times every time, I'm like, holy shit, that's Vigo! Um, but the winner 
is David Bowie, because I was not expecting that shit. <laughs> you didn't expect Ziggy Stardust to show up as Pontius Pilate? Nope. Uh, you got us, Scorsese. You got us, you son yeah! of a bitch. God, Willem Dafoe is Jesus. What? what right? What balls. That, that whole movie is ballsy. This is why I'm saying it's my second favorite, like... Like, everybody was saying how much I hated Jesus Month, and I had a rough time with half of it, but the other half of it I actually, like, enjoyed. Excellent. Well, now we've come to the big three, babe. <gasps> From the theme song. That's right. First up, we have Best One-Liner. <gasps> and the nominees are... I am Hercules. From all of the Hercules movies. But especially Hercules in New York. <laughs> exactly. I'll cut your heart out with a spoon! Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. I love you more than Jesus. The Prophecy. I don't drink. Why? All them Dracula movies. <laughs> and of course... Garbage Day! <laughs> Silent Night, Deadly Night, Part 2. Oh, these are all really good. These are really good, but I have to go with the one that we probably quote the most on this here podcast. <laughs> I love you more than Jesus. Yes, Viggo Mortensen, you may not have won Cameo <laughs> Award, but damn it, you're getting one-liner. Woo! <laughs> oh, babe, we really had to narrow down the list for this next one. Biggest plot hole. <laughs> and the nominees are... Anything Robin Hood, the gr ghost of Sherwood. <laughs> Anything Jesus Month related. Mm. Anything Transformers, the last night. Mm. The deal in Petey Wheatstraw. I mean, I know what the deal is, but it definitely wasn't what the deal was. <laughs> and Dominic Cooper as the King of the Turks in Dracula <laughs> Untold. What the fuck? Oh, that's a lot of plot holes. But I don't even know what the plot to Transformers The Last Night even was. Uh, apparently Cybertron is dying and so Optimus Prime decided to zip zip and fly off over there. Uh, rigmarole, they turned him evil and also caused the moon to crash into the earth. And Marky Mark's the only one that can save us. Uh, something about Stonehenge. Uh, oh yeah, and... Uh, uh, Unicron is inside of the Earth and coming out and causing... Uh, fuck that movie. Fuck that whole movie. And now for the biggest, the <gasps> breastiest award of them oh, all, yes. Brost. Most gratuitous boobies. They're brosting, they're brosting. And babe, all these classic tales, there was some good boobage this year. Yeah. And some really questionable boobage. Very questionable boobage. But the nominees for most gratuitous are... Bo Derek's entire performance in Tarzan the Ape Man. True. It's porn, guys. Jesus it is, Christ. It's, it's porn. Her, her husband is... Okay. Anyway. <sighs> Sorry, wrong number. Demolition Man. Arnold Schwarzenegger in Hercules in New York. He really struts them titties. Oh, he does. He wiggles them constantly. Oh, my. Oh, oh my. Oh, Pretzi, calm yourself. <laughs> the random Riverside orgy in Last Temptation of Christ. Yeah. Yeah, filthy. Arthur's conception in Excalibur. Dame Helen 
Or, uh, uh, I don't know. Was it wasn't Helen Mirren. Uh, uh, oh, no, that's right. It was the random blonde. Yeah. Wasn't it? I, I want to say it was like the director's daughter or something like something that. Something like that. It up. Yeah. yeah. It was weird. And vitamin C as Lucy in Dracula 2000. Remember her? <laughs> Gonna see her C cups? They're like B, maybe. Oh my. Uh, there's a lot of good boobies, uh, but the most gratuitous, just out of nowhere for no reason, is Demolition Man. Yeah. The wrong number. <laughs> that wrong number. It's like. I, I don't know. I say it was like one of those things. Like, well, we're gonna be R-rated. Like, okay, cool. Throw in some tits real quick. I feel like that's what it was. Like, the rest of the movie is <laughs> so weirdly clean because that's how like the world is. They were like, we gotta do something just to like grind this up a little we, bit. We can't get around all the uh, coarse language and Stallone screaming penis every five minutes. <laughs> so let's just throw some tits in there too. Make everybody happy. All right, right. makes makes sense. Well, ladies and gentlemen, those are the Stevies Woo! for this year. Oh. But you guys just fucking wait until next year. Oh, we are back to our regularly scheduled bullshit, and uh, we've had a year to think about oh, things. Oh, these Jesus movies have put me in some fucking weird place. We're gonna go into fucking female assassin movies. We're Jason Statham. Jason. Fucking April's making a comeback. Jason Matham. I didn't want to say when it was coming. <laughs> but right after Marky March, that's what I am sure. Guys, this year is going to be fucking nuts. Thank you so much for listening to our bullshit. Oh, we yes, really appreciate it. Thank you so it. much. Uh, speaking of bullshit, babe, are you on social media at all? I am. I have bullshit everywhere. <laughs> Untidy Venus. That's a goddess who's bad at housekeeping. Not Untidy Penis. That's my OnlyFans. That's just for me. Uh, I'm not taking any subscribers at the moment. But I am taking subscribers at Untidy Venus over on Patreon. Uh, my patrons have been uh, got their holiday cards, hopefully, by now. Yeah. Yay. Uh, I get a sticker of the month club for four dollars a month you can support me as an artist and i will send you a sticker every month um yeah all kinds of cool stuff yeah follow my art at untidy venus i sell my goods and wares at untidyvenus.etsy.com uh so yeah check it out and just to clarify social media is bullshit not izzy's art it's fucking amazing oh my art's kind of bullshit as well but it's high quality bullshit oh absolutely i mean the finest of bullshit if you want the finest shrimp puns around in sticker form visit my etsy no guys if you want some bullshit check out my art at untidyvenus.etsy.com you guys you guys i don't know if you guys know this or not but steve does pet portraits he sure does (laughs) his medium is ballpoint pen we will clean them up and put them on t public so that you can buy it as a shirt or a freaking tapestry or whatever you want yeah you can find some of that at t public at steve's amazing pet portraits is that right steve's amazing pet portraits That's right. uh, but in the meantime of course we're on every major podcatcher tell your friends about us why mm-hmm. not make their day uh, i mean you can hit us up on twitter facebook instagram or even patreon at e-i-l-f movies that's everything, everything i learned from movies 2022 we're getting back to our usual bullshit and that Woo! includes guys Live shows at Broovies. Details what? are still being ironed out exactly because new management and whatnot. Woo! But they should be coming back. And uh, for more details on that, E-I-L-F movies on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Patreon if you're a super cool cat. Right. And E-I-L-F-movies.weebly.com, correct? Oh, yeah. I do a bunch of quick little like one-paragraph movie reviews and stuff. For, we watch a lot of movies, especially when there's nothing better to do in the winter. So, Woo! yeah, check that shit out. Yeah, it's uh, it's like that letterboxed, but readable. 
Yeah, right? <laughs> Guys, each post I do is like seven or eight little movies. It's pretty good. And I'm finding most of them are seven and above because I only watch good movies. Yeah, yeah, we'll <laughs> it's true. That. We'll go with that. Uh, so yeah, I guess until next time, I'm Steve. I'm Izzy. And this is Everything I Learned From Movies. Henry, start up the band. Have a good night, everybody. Yeah.